Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. If you've ever realized that you feel the closest to God sometimes when you are outside in nature, there is a very good reason for that. It is because many times God actually speaks to us through His creation. In today's episode, I want to share with you eight powerful ways that God speaks to us through creation. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I have the honor of encouraging, equipping, empowering women in the love and truth of Jesus Christ. So far on the podcast, we've actually been going through a unofficial series, I will say, on ways that God speaks to us. We've talked about how to hear God through his word, how to hear God when you pray, through current circumstances, even through our past circumstances. Most recently, I shared a podcast episode on how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And that was a really important one, especially as we enter the final months of 2023, because life's about to get crazy and busy if it isn't already. And it's in times like this where we really need to be able to tap in, to be able to hear and sense the Holy Spirit so that we're hearing from God even when life is busy. So if you want to go back and check that episode out, please be sure to do that. But today, I want to talk about hearing from God and how He speaks to us through His creation. And this is really important because... If you've ever had that feeling where you're outside or you're at the beach and you just feel so close to God, there's a reason for that. There is a reason for that. God intentionally has put his fingerprint on creation. He has as a way to speak to us, as a way to reveal himself to us. And so that we don't miss those messages. Today, I want to share with you eight ways that God is actually speaking to us through creation And if you haven't had the chance yet, I want to encourage you to take my prayer personality quiz at prayquiz.com. And one of the prayer personalities that I want to share with you before we get started into today's content 
is the natural prayer personality. And so this is someone that you are you often hear from God as you admire his creation. And you have a unique ability to learn from past and current circumstances in your life to just really be aware of the world around you to know which direction God is leading you. It's going to be important for you to practice making time to get outside and spend time with God in nature because that is how God has wired you to most likely hear and most clearly hear from him. And so everybody can hear from God through nature. And I'll share with you some ways that God's speaking to us in that way. But there will be some people that are more prone to hear from him in that way. And so if you want to learn what the other two prayer personality types are, be sure to check out my previous episode on that about the different ways that we hear from God and the different prayer personality types. But also be sure to go to prayquiz.com and take that quiz so you can learn what your prayer personality type is. And it's a quiz that's just for fun, but it's also to help you get just a foundational understanding on how you potentially best hear from God and best communicate with him. Because we're all going to hear from God and communicate with him in different ways because we're different. And even when I think about my kids, the way that I communicate with my son is sometimes completely different than the way that I communicate with my daughter because I know that their personalities can receive messages from me in different ways just because that's how God made them. And so God knows that he made us all uniquely different and even in the way that we pray and hear from him and he accommodates that because he wants us to hear him. He wants to speak to us. And so to learn more about that, again, go to prayquiz.com. But As far as hearing God speak through his creation, one way that God speaks to us through his creation is to tell us that he is, in fact, the creator. Psalm 19, verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. When you look in the sky at night and you see the stars, when you look at a sunset on an ocean, There's something that just takes your breath away and you know that there is more to this creation than creation itself. There are some people that will believe that this is all that there is, but there's something about looking at nature, looking at natural wonders and and seeing, wait a minute, there's intelligent design here. There is something behind all of this natural beauty And that's just God's fingerprint saying, hey, I'm here. I'm the one that made this. God in creation reveals that he is the creator. Creation is so beautiful. It's so magnificent. It is not an accident. You are part of creation. You are not an accident. And we see that creation has a purpose. It has function. And it wasn't there by happenstance. And so... Through creation, first and foremost, God is telling us, I'm the creator. I'm here. Second, creation tells us of God's existence. And so Romans 1, 20 says, For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. He's talking about people. So we can look at creation and say, okay, clearly there is a creator. 
But Romans goes a little bit further to show that God's character, his attributes, who he is, is revealed in nature. And what are those? It's his eternal power and his divine nature. It's not just that he's creator, but that he is creator God. He has, he is all powerful, right? And that the scriptures are telling us that it's clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. That was God's purpose from the beginning to reveal that he's the creator, but that he is creator. God, he's divine in nature. He has all power. And so there is nobody without an excuse to know that there is a God because he literally (laughs) put evidence of himself in creation that there's and, and we have to realize that we are creation, too. And so when we see nature and when we see the earth, when we see space, when we witness it, there's something in us that is called to know and understand that that there's a God outside of us. There's a God outside of this creation that is orchestrating, creating, ruling everything. Next, creation tells us of God's mind. It tells us what he's thinking about. Psalms 8 verses 3 through 4 says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. Creation reveals God's sovereignty and his all the power that he has and that he holds, but that we are part of that creation. And it's like, wow, if God created all of this beauty, all of just this magnificent nature, oceans, stars, things that we couldn't even dream up on our own, and to realize that he thought us up, that we are part of that creation, that we too are fearfully and wonderfully made to know that God thinks about us. That's powerful. Next, creation tells of God's power and authority. In Mark 4, verses 35 through 41, we read about the disciples on a boat. And as they are traveling in this boat, a windstorm arises and it's pushing the boat and it's it's all the waves are almost breaking the boat and the disciples become afraid and so they find Jesus in the bottom of the boat and he's sleeping and they wake him up and they're like do you not care about us what's going on and Jesus calmly he wakes up and and the scriptures say that he rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still and everything ceased and so through this testimony of Jesus in creation we see that God has power and authority over the creation that he has created, that he is in complete control. And so when we can look at nature and see, you know, stars are not falling out the sky. The sun is still coming up every day. God is controlling all of this. Can't we control? Can't we trust him then with the cares of our hearts today? When we look at creation Can that be a reminder to us that God is saying, I got you. All power and authority is mine. You don't have anything to worry about. Creation also tells us of 
God's coming, that the world is in a sin-sick state, and that there is better coming. Romans 8.22 says, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, it didn't just affect humankind. It affected all of creation. And when we see natural disasters and pollution and all the things that are happening, that's just fallout from the fall. That's just evidence that that actually happened. But there is a greater hope that we'll share a little bit later when we talk about the new creation that is to come. Creation also tells us that God is supreme and that he is sovereign. We talked a little bit about this before when Jesus ceased the waves and the storm and said, peace be still. But Colossians reminds us of this again in first in Colossians 1, 16, when it says, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And so we see here in this scripture, again, that is just talking about God's sovereignty, that he's in control of everything seen and unseen. And I hope that that gives you hope because creation tells us of God's unchanging faithfulness as well. I think about Noah and how he cursed the earth with a severe flood that flooded the entire earth. But he promised in Genesis 8, 21, that he would never again curse the ground because of man. And in Genesis in Genesis 8:22, God says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. That was his promise. And so, as we can see, we still have harvest and seed time. We still have heat and cold. We still have summer and winter and all the seasons. We still have day and night. Every time we see those cycles and those seasons that God put into place, we can see God's faithfulness in creation and trust that that faithfulness is also in our lives. Creation tells us that God keeps his promises. When we look to the sky and we see a rainbow, what do we know? We know that God promised that he would never again flood the earth the way that he did in Genesis. That when we see the rainbow in creation, That is a reminder of God's covenant between himself and every living creature on the earth. And so we're reminded that God keeps his promises. And one promise that we have to hold on to is the promise of a new creation that we read about in Revelation 21, that yes, creation is falling apart. (laughs) Yes, this world will be destroyed. Even though still today, it reminds us that God is speaking to us and that if he's promising a new earth, we can be sure that it will come. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insightful and helpful tips on how you can pray. As a gift to you, be sure to download my free five-day prayer guide and take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear and connect with God. You may find all links in today's show notes. 
We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you'll share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and join me on the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to learn God's word, grow your faith, and encourage your soul. Available now in the Apple and Google Play stores or at BelovedMembers.com. Thanks so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination dreams with abide sleep stories for kids you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about god to find these kids bedtime stories go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for abide stories for kids you can also download the abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com